Hello, everyone, and welcome to Part-Time Nerds, Full-Time Dads. I'm Mike Laban. And I'm Chris Blonsky. And we're two dads who also happen to be nerds. We certainly aren't experts, but we are open to sharing our experiences with other nerdy dads out there in the interest of keeping our kids alive. How are you doing, sir? I mean, in your bright, fancy new office area? Look at that. That's right. Yes, we moved the office from an extra bedroom down to our old living room. So I've doubled my office space, Mike. We figured we have a house that has both a family room and a living room, and we don't need both. Mm-hmm. As much as we liked how like the layout was and everything in here, it just, you know, it wasn't super practical. We didn't use it all the time. So we'll get more use out of it this way. So we got both the computers down here. We've got a little arts and crafts thing for Ben, and we left one of the couches in here for sitting. You know, that's what couches are really good for. So very excited about the whole thing, Mike. It's it's certainly a different atmosphere than what you had before. That's for sure. Yeah. So while we have a very classy picture right here, as you can see, Mike, this mm-hmm. is my grandmother's. No picture of your dog anymore. I don't have the dog. No, I might put him back over there. <laughs> I'm just practicing like when we do Twitch streams and stuff. It's like, look at this thing behind me. Look at this other thing. And yep. Yeah. You, you got to be on top of that stuff. You right? really do. Yeah. Like, here is a photo of me and my wife. Haha. See? I pointed at it. <laughs> I'm going to say, Mike, speaking of uh, new work areas, yours is looking much cleaner. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, we've been we've been selling the house. Like, yeah. we haven't actually sold the house yet. It hasn't gone on the market yet. By the time you actually are listening to this on whatever podcast listening services, the house will be up for sale. And we have been doing everything possible to get the house ready to go. And it mostly sounds like a lot of that is to just move my crap out of the house. And I, I, I don't know. I feel like I can hear it because we recorded an episode of Burnt Popcorn, Burnt Popcorn being my other podcast that I do mm-hmm. with my wife, which you can find at burntpopcorn.ca. We recorded an episode last night and it felt a lot more echoey than, than normal because I feel like a lot of the things that dampen the sound, are they're all gone now. Oh, yes, you know? definitely, definitely. Yeah, so I, I assume that that's going to be the case for the next few weeks in here because we're at this weird point now. So we've taken so much stuff out of our house that we're about to have the, the, the showings, right? And then after we move back in, some stuff is going to come back, but not all of it. So it's going like, to be like this for a while. It's it's interesting. Like we we have like a designer, like a showing designer who's come to the house and been like, "Oh, well, this is what we can do to make this look better and this look better." And we moved the entire like William's play area that was upstairs by the kitchen. We moved it entirely down here. Almost all of the stuff that was down here is now in a storage facility. Right. I'm really glad because something I've I've said that I want to do in the new house is reset my like my game room to be a little more accessible cuz right now if I wanted to play any games I had to go in and get them from drawers. And when William started to have a playroom down here, I had to take all the knobs off the drawers so that William wasn't bonking his noggin off of all of them. Right. So when that happened, it became a lot more of a pain in the ass to get any games out of the drawers. So I started transferring the games, like whatever games I happen to be playing at the time, into a CD wallet. So it was like, okay, if, if I'm not going to be, if I'm going to be switching between these games more often than anything else, then I'll just throw it in the wallet and it'll be easier to get to it. Well, it's a good thing I put games in the CD wallet because all of a sudden one day the designer's like, can this storage container go? All of these shelves, can they go? And, it, and Laura's like, yeah, we can get rid of that. And I'm like, 
Okay, all of my all the games are in there. <laughs> all right, so so thankfully the the CD wallet is still here, and uh, I have a few games to play because otherwise I would have nothing but digital games. To play. Wait, so so I know this is not going to help anybody who listens, but in the room next to you, how much stuff is cleared out? Like, give me a percentage of how much stuff is usually because there's been stuff that's been replaced, like right. stuff has moved in. So, of the stuff that was normally down there, yeah, what is still down there? I would say eighty percent of it's gone. Nice. And did they tell you, you know, well, you know, all these action figures—they all got to go, you know, stuff like that, or they just say clutter, get rid of the clutter. They didn't specifically point out the action figures, which mm-hmm. is actually very interesting because they kept a few. Like, there's a couple that I didn't pack just because of how, like, for for example. Uh, my my alien queen is still here because right. I I was like Ugh, I don't even want to bother packing that because like a lot of the stuff that we packed it was just easy to, you know their figure I fold them up tie them up put his accessories in a bag so they don't get lost and then put them in a box easy the alien queen is enormous and unwieldy and not easily to put in a you know a normal <laughs> right. box right so I was like oh, I'll just leave that to last and she's like no it's great it shows your personality leave it here and I'm like. Whew. So the, the alien queen is still here, but a lot of the figures are gone. Like almost, I would say like 99% of the figures are gone. Yeah. I was going to say like the shelves behind you look very barren compared to what they usually do. So yeah, all of our DVDs are gone. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Every single one of them. So it's a good thing that streaming sites exist because my other podcast, Burnt Popcorn at BurntPopcorn.ca, would get a lot harder to do. <laughs> With the sudden lack of movies, you're really shilling it out today, there, Mike. Mike. Hey, well, you know, it's it's when I, I it's the same thing when I'm shows how much you listen to Burnt Popcorn. If I have an excuse to mention part time nerds, full time dads on Burnt Popcorn, I do the full shill there too. <laughs> so, but yeah, so all of those movies are gone, so we can't watch any of those movies. So basically, we're relying on streaming services to to continue that show until we move. And like I said, like all of my PS4 and PS5 game cases and most games. So I have a CD wallet with, God, I think it's got 20 games in it. So I I basically have to keep hopping between those games right now, which is fine. I never have more than like two on the go at a time. And there's a few games that I have as like the grind game. Like I'll throw on a game in the background for, for when I'm like watching Big Brother or something. Something I don't have to super pay attention to. Right now, my grind game is the shark game. okay yeah Yeah, because there was the ps5 version of it so i'm replaying the shark game while i Mm -hmm. watch big brother and i'm actually replaying spider-man right now so that's the other game that i I have on the go i just have the shark game and spider-man on the go i like how i just refer to it as the shark game it has a name it is manny but (laughs) shark game is more fun i was gonna say we all know it much better as the shark game as the shark game yeah yeah besides that like thankfully i mean obviously the computer stuff it has to stay here because we use it on a, mm-hmm. you know a daily basis but a lot of stuff is gone like all the consoles are gone except the ps4 and ps5 and the switch and as i, I think we mentioned last week when we were talking about the ps3 stuff all those are all gone which we have more news on that later so thankfully i'm not so feeling so like <gasps> that the, the ps3 is not here <laughs> but yeah like there's a lot of stuff that's coming out like they're taking our kitchen table tomorrow they took our coffee table today and they're replacing it with a different coffee table And the idea is that all of this stuff will make our house, like the the less cramped our house looks, the more desirable it would look. And I really hope with the amount of work that's gone into it 
between us taking out things and painting and like we didn't do painting they actually brought in a person and i felt so bad for her because she's been basically here for the last three days painting (laughs) we basically like we've done enough work on this house that like it's got to do something like if it's like oh yeah you get we'll we'll get you asking price i'll be like are you serious (laughs) (laughs) no well we'll be interested to see does it ever uh, you know, obviously moving is kind of the same for everybody. I know they always come through and say, oh, you should put a mirror here or that chair's got to go. Do you look at it and say like, boy, we're bad decorators? Or do you look <laughs> at it and say like, oh, yeah, I get it. They want a small table to give the illusion the room is bigger. Like, you know, is it, do you ever think about that kind of stuff? Well, I, I, I think about it in the sense of, you know, she said exactly why she wants to do certain things. Yeah. like basically she's told us why one thing is one place and one thing is another place like for example they moved a whole bunch of stuff out of the laundry room to make it give the illusion that that room has got a lot of space in case someone were to come along and be like you know what i should turn this bottom area of the 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 house into an apartment a kitchen would go great here like this this is why we've done that to the laundry room to give that impression that this is a great place to have that we've done same thing with other rooms like they've been cleared out to give the illusion of oh we could put this here or something like that but the fact that they they like like i i know that we're we're bad decorators you know like it's not i didn't need someone <laughs> yeah, so, to, so i was not insinuating yeah, that or anything no yeah. no i need i didn't need somebody to come in and tell me that you know my two glass cases full of anime figures and, and metal gear models <laughs> yeah. not ideal yeah not ideal yeah. but yeah because because those are gone too but um it's funny actually we've laura was talking to her we've this is for the new house is laura is basically like look i'll make a deal with you because the basement is going to be where the game consoles go and where my office is mm-hmm. she goes you can do Whatever you want in the basement, whatever you want, but I am going to do the rest of the house. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, I, I guess. I mean, if if I get to do whatever I want, then that means I'll, you know, I, I I can do all the crazy crap that I've been like, should I do this? Should I do that? You know, right now I can. I have carte blanche to do whatever I want. In you, the basement. you might want to get that in writing, though, Mike. I'm just going to yeah, suggest well, that now. <laughs> well, we we've, notarize, we've come, get a lawyer involved. Yeah. Well, we have a lawyer involved now, so might just we'll throw another grand on the pile that we're going to be. Yeah, this guy. perfect. Well worth it. <laughs> but, Loris, we realized that there's definitely a lack of furniture for the 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 second level. Because basically, our house is small now, and we don't have enough furniture to support a living room as well as a second living room. So, like, the main floor living room is going to require entirely, like, an entirely new decoration. Mm-hmm. So, Laura said straight up said to her, she's like, can I hire you? I mean, I know you work for a realtor, but can I hire you in, like, a freelance sense to come in and tell me what I should do? Because I have no idea. She's like, I know what I want, but I have no idea how to do it. So, I mean, we're, we're going to have that house like fully decorated, except the basement, which will be my garbage. <laughs> and yeah, uh, it's, it's going to be entertaining. I'm yeah. Sure, but. What are the over under odds that the basement ends up with those like nano lights on the walls? You know, those like the triangle ones, you can get all the RGB colors and stuff. 
Well, it's we'll see how much room is left over after I soundproof everything. You know, put oh, up the, okay. sound, okay. the muffling panels because yeah. it's going to be a big space, right? Like it's not like here where I have the office where I can just close the door. It'll mm-hmm. be like okay, well, I have. I maybe I'll get big big foam panels and build like a little fort around my computer, <laughs> and every time I need to do a podcast, I'll bring out the big foam panels. I feel like that's a bridge too far, but yeah, it might be a little <laughs> excessive. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's all exciting, Mike. Hopefully, uh, when does it go up? Next week, right? Or this, this week? This yeah, week. it goes up this week. Yeah. We're doing it over Easter weekend with the hope that with people not working, they'll have more opportunities to come see it. Right, right. So, oh, very exciting. Well, we'll have to, uh, well, I'll keep our fingers crossed for you. Yeah. 1.3 uh, million. That's what we're hoping. 1.3 million. Why yeah. not, right? <laughs> well, we've already heard that uh, the guy who lives next door, he bought his house and moved in in December. They've already told him that his house is worth a hundred and seventy thousand more than when he bought it. What? Yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah. So we're we're actually starting at the price that that he told me his house is worth now. Right. So uh, so we'll see where that. Uh, that yeah, goes definitely, that. definitely. Mm-hmm. I guess I haven't really talked about my kid at all. That's what I was going to say. Let's. We got lots, really, lots of news and stuff to talk about this week. Yeah, so we should yeah. get moving. Yeah. Yeah. William, he spent a lot of time at Grandma and Grandpa's because we were painting and things all weekend. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, he, he had a great time. Loved it. He was there uh, last weekend and he was there this weekend. But on Saturday, Grandma just came over here and watched him here because Grandma and Grandpa had raccoons in their house. <laughs> which sorry which grandma and grandpa is this is this, this your is parents? My parents okay this is yeah. my parents yeah damn raccoons yeah, they had a raccoon uh, they had a raccoon tear a hole into the roof to get into their attic <laughs> they are they are a bunch of buggers that's for sure yeah apparently when the guy went in to actually get them out he's like well it's good none of them are actually in here right now so i'll put in like a trap that's like one of the ones that if they go out they can't get back in yeah and then he's like and then we'll just seal everything up and we should be good to go so <laughs> not as bad as they thought it was going to end up being no. apparently apparently my parents had quite a few nights of no sleep from raccoons like wrestling in the attic right yeah right above the heads, but but yeah i mean otherwise william's finally back at daycare after last week him being sick and being home and you know, having another COVID test and being fine. He he finally went back and he had a great time that he, you know, he's happy to be back at daycare. And I don't know, there's plenty new with him, but it usually is mostly around his vocabulary and things he's talking about. But I'm not going to bore you with the fact that mm-hmm. he talks about cereal constantly now. But I will, I will tell this one thing because it's really cute is, is that William has now started to really be interested in Hudson. Right. And he can't say Hudson, but he can say Hudsey. Oh, so, that's cute. Yeah. So he's like, Hudsey, Hudsey, and like following around with toys and stuff. And on Sunday, when we were going to Grandma and Grandpa's, as we were walking out the door, he turns around and looks at Hudson and goes, Hudsey, I love you. And we were like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> just absolutely like what? A heartbreaker that kid was. So, yeah, yeah. But yeah, that that's other than that, like he's just doing his usual stuff and doing really well with his words. So, well, that's good. Yeah, you're at the point where we're at, right? Where it's like, yeah, he's doing a bunch of things, but I mean, it's not worth bringing any of them up, right? Because yeah. they're you know they're so small, but you know whatever. I was gonna say like I have two things. Ben just wants to be outside 100 percent of the time now. 
because the weather has been so nice, aside from this week, of course. Of course. So he is definitely going to be an outside kid. I, I don't know if our dreams of turning him into an esports superstar are going to materialize or not. And then the only other thing he did that was kind of funny was obviously he loves going to my parents' house all the time. So he said that t- the other day, he said he was going to knock down our house so that we had to go live with Mimi and Papa. So it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, you can you can move there without. You know. <laughs> it seems like the nuclear option for this yeah. scenario, but uh, yeah, I don't know. He just kind of pulled it out of thin air. I don't know if he's t- heard us talking about renovations or not, but so that's that's what he's decided he's going to do. He's just going to knock the house down and he's going to move in with them. So I mean, he could just move in with them. But that's kind of what I was thinking. Yeah, you just stay there and and have a nice quiet house. Yeah, it would be pretty good for like a month until the next kid comes, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, right. I forgot about that one. <laughs> yeah, I know. They just keep coming. They just keep coming. <laughs> but yeah, that's kind of all I got for kid stuff, Mike. He's done a bunch of other little cutie things, but I've forgotten most of them already. So uh, should we get on with our lives here? <laughs> get on we, we, we talked about PlayStation 3 stuff last week, and now we have some follow-ups, Mike. Yeah, yeah. Actually, as of today, an email started to go out to playstation subscribers i actually got mine as i sat down to record this podcast oh nice and it is in fact confirming that in july and august they are shutting down the playstation 3 psp and ps vita storefronts mm-hmm. and people are not happy and i mean i went on quite the rant last week so yes I will, it was I will substantial do my best. I do my best to not go on another rant. I think my feelings are very well produced. I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Explained. Everyone, okay. Yeah. Yeah. My feelings are very well known. So I'll just kind of present the facts as, as they are. What we know now is that once those store fronts close, you will no longer be able to buy any games or DLC or avatars or themes or anything like that on those systems. But, any games or DLC or anything like that that you've already purchased, you still are able to download. And that was one of the big question marks was, are you able to still download stuff? Yes, you still mm-hmm. are. So that's good. If there's anything about this situation that's good is that you can still download your old stuff. Now, I did wonder about the possibility of updates and trophies. Updates, I think, I think are okay. Because in the case of if you're able to re-download your games, in most cases, the game download is the fully updated version, like the most recently updated version. Yeah, yeah. So it would include that update in the package. So they, they, up, they have that, those updates available. So in theory, you can download a game. You should be able to download that update separately. So that should be fine. Mm-hmm. Trophies. Trophies are tied to the PSN not to the store. So if the store goes down, it should not affect your your trophies. So right. for people like me who do like their trophies, that that's still going to happen. Now, I, I gave my thoughts on how I feel about this, so I'm not going to talk about it. But now I'm at this point, now that I know what's going to happen, I don't need to go out and you know buy new hard drives to make sure I can download everything so that it doesn't you know disappear or anything like that. I'm at this point now where I'm like, do I buy anything? Oh, going the last second uh, splurge? Because I think it's shutting down in June, right? Sometimes in summer? It's July July, and August. Yeah, July and August. And it's it's interesting because like 
I'm like, oh, there's all this stuff that I that I I, I could lose access to, and like I actually tried to because this is another thing. I think I mentioned on last week's episode that you could still go to the legacy store and browse on the legacy store. Mm-hmm. It cut that off yesterday. Oh, you can okay, no longer okay. use legacy store. And I'm like, why couldn't you have taken that down at the exact same time as you take the stores down? Because the legacy store was the last bastion of doing any of this easily. Right. Like, after I heard that that store went down, because it went down yesterday, I tried to get on it, couldn't get on it. I'm like, shit, can't get on it. And then I went on the Vita store, like the actual PlayStation Vita store. And I started going through the download list. And... I wanted to, because I, because I can say, like, a per- perfect example, a PlayStation Classic game, Castlevania Symphony of the Night. I own that. I bought that years ago. Mm-hmm. I go into the store. It's there. There's a button. It says download. I can download it. No problem. There's a game called Mercenary Kings. I went and I saw. For some reason, I cannot download it. It says this is unavailable. I don't know why it's unavailable, but it's not available on the PlayStation Store to download. That's fine. I have it in my download list because I've previously purchased it. I have to scroll individually through my entire list of everything I've ever downloaded to find this thing. Right, right. And I was, I'm not even kidding. I was scrolling for five minutes and then I gave up. <laughs> because like there's the, the, the scroll down the side of like how far you've gone. And it was still like, maybe a quarter of the way down. Right. Because, like, this is the thing that I've always hated about the PlayStation Store. This is why the PC Store was always so much better, is when you're going through the download list, you can't sort it. You can't search for something. You can't streamline it. You know, I only want to look at DLC. I only want to look at games. I only want to look at games from this system. You can't do that. You can't. There's no filters. And for some ridiculous reason... PS3 games show up in your PS Vita download list, even though you can't download it. Oh. So there's literally like an enormous section of stuff that I have to scroll through that's like, you cannot download this using a PS Vita system. And it's like, then why are you showing it to me? Right. Why? Right. Like, I, I when I Rock Band came out, I bought so many Rock Band songs. I have like an insane amount. I checked once. I have like 18 gigs of Rock Band music. Right. Like individual downloads or something like that. I got to scroll through all those songs, even though I can't download them to, for any game on my Vita. Like, what's, what's the point? Mm-hmm. Why show me these? You know, like one thing that is an even bigger pain in the ass is when you renew PlayStation Plus, all of the games that you've unlocked through PlayStation Plus, they jump to the top of your recent purchases list because you've renewed it. So I have to scroll through games that I bought and 2006 to to get to you know this one game that i'm looking for that i bought you know maybe a year ago like it's it's insane it's the worst way to experience these storefronts and Mm -hmm. i I fully admit the playstation storefronts have been shit for years this is why i use the web store yeah because the web store is easier you can just click say this is what i want download it to my device and it will do it automatically this is just, oh, like it, it almost makes me want to not bother buying anything because of how hard it is to access it. Right. Oh, it's <laughs> wow. What a rant there, Mike. My God. It's a different kind of rant than last week's rant. <laughs> All right. Well, Mike, 
I'm glad that we've we've at least got the answers. You're not losing any of your games, anything like that. That's the most important thing, right? right. And not just you specifically, but the the Everybody, user base everyone. at large. Did you see the other thing that they snuck in in the announcement today? Uh, no, I didn't. No. Okay, so the other thing that they snuck in is bad day for PlayStation Vita users all around. Not only are you losing access to your store, but even sooner, I think in June, they're cutting off access to the messages. Okay. So, like, if you were, say, on a PlayStation and you were like, oh, I need to tell Mike that he should hop into this game with me. You can't do that on Vita anymore. It's uh. going to be turning that <laughs> off. I mean, to be quite honest, I do all my, my PlayStation messaging from my phone now. Yeah. So, like, I'm not going to miss that, but mm-hmm. it's still kind of like a psst, we snuck this in that we're taking this out right, today, yeah. which is just kind of like, okay. They're just, they're just shutting it all down. All right. So, Mike, I want to talk about the Switch. But before that, this is not a corrections cul-de-sac. It's more of just a discussion point that hopefully will not go too long. <laughs> Try to control yourself. But we, Tiffany and I were talking. Yes. And she listened to the episode. And, you know, I, I had time to think about it and stuff, too. And, you know, we were talking about PlayStation 3 storefront shutting down. And, you know, you were upset by the fact that, you know, you couldn't buy digital games and before, you know, yeah. anymore. And then we talked about Game Pass and how, you know, it has like that Netflix problem where that show you were watching, that game you were playing would fall off the store and you wouldn't want to play that. And then there's the fact that if you want to get to like old physical stuff that's potentially out of date, not in, in press anymore or not being produced anymore, could cost, you know, hundreds of dollars depending on the popularity of the game. Mm-hmm. What what do you want, Mike? <laughs> what what is your your ideal service here? Like what what's the system that works for you in like fifty words or less? You know, like what what's uh you know what's the ideal thing, right? Because I'm just genuinely curious. Because like I said, I I think not having even paid for it, that the Game Pass system is a great solution. But I'm just curious, you know, what what the Mike solution is here. If if I knew, if I had the solution, I'd yeah. probably be making more money than I make right now. Right. Okay. Right? So but, so right now it's just nothing is great, but you have no alternative to offer sort of deal. Yeah. I mean, like, thanks for putting me on the spot, Tiff. You know, <laughs> like, it, it's. It's hard to say. Like, okay, so you you buy these things, mm-hmm. right? You expect to one day still have access to them, right? Yeah. And obviously, I will still have access. So that this is the best of a bad situation, right? In this case, but like, I don't know. Nobody's doing it right. Nobody is. I mean, Xbox is closest. I'll, I'll give them that. Xbox right. is closest. And I mean, you could argue that. PlayStation, despite this sucking, is still doing it better than Nintendo because Nintendo does this all the time. Yeah, they're always we, we've talked about it in the past, right? Is, you know, the Wii games stay on the Wii and, and that's it, right? They, they open and close stores like like nobody's business. Yeah. And, and Virtual Console, if you bought games on Virtual Console on the Wii, when they brought Virtual Console to the Wii U and the 3DS, any games that you bought did not carry over. You had right. to buy them again if you wanted them, you know? So, uh, yeah, I would say I would say at base out of the three, I'd say Microsoft is probably doing the best because they're offering they're still offering everything. Mm-hmm. They're also offering Game Pass as well. But I mean, you know, there are games that are not on Game Pass that are available for sale that are from, you know, the original Xbox things right. like that, you know, so they, they have the option 
out there. So I'd say that they're doing the best, but I would say that the perfect solution is still out there. St- still out there. All right. Yeah. Yeah. This just came up over dinner, Mike. So our fan base is listening. Our wives. Uh-huh. <laughs> At least my well, wife. <laughs> well, my wife couldn't give a shit. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, let's talk about Nintendo Switch. It's been sort of rumored that the next Nintendo Switch, I think they're they're calling it the Pro or something like that. That's sort of the working title right now. Yeah. like it, People have been calling it that. Nintendo would probably never call it that. Yeah. Maybe the Switch no, U or something terrible. No. You know, know what they're going to call it? Because it's the naming convention that they've had for a few years. It will be the new Nintendo Switch. Oh, maybe. That That's they true. Yeah, think of the did, Super Mario route. Yeah. Well, they did it with the 3DS and the... And I think, yeah, the 3DS was the new Nintendo 3DS. Oh, okay. And then they did a new Nintendo 2DS as well. So okay. it's, there, are, there is precedent for the new version of an existing system. Right. Okay. So either way, we'll say the, the new Nintendo Switch, they have confirmed that it will be 4K. Um, but what's interesting about it is it's not going to be true 4K. It's going to be 4K via DLSS. And are, are you familiar with DLSS at all, Mike? Yeah, because it's the same thing that they did on the PlayStation Pro because not everything in on PlayStation Pro is true 4K. It, exactly. Yeah. So basically, for those who don't know, it's called Deep Learning Super Sampling and it's an NVIDIA technology. And essentially what it does is it upscales a renderable resolution such as like 1080p and it upscales it to 4K. But what it does not do is do like a traditional upscale where one pixel, one black pixel turns into four black pixels. It takes like AI intelligence and that kind of stuff and runs it through a bunch of algorithms and makes educated choices to actually make it feel like legitimately 4K. So, you know, we had talked about Cyberpunk a while back and they use DLSS for their ray tracing. So even though you're playing the game in 4K, the ray traced reflections in the water are actually only at 1080p or they can be only at 1080p, that kind of thing. So it does make a lot of sense because I would say one of the Switch's great selling points is that it's fairly inexpensive. What's the new Switch in Canada worth? 300 bucks? 400 bucks, I think? It's like 400 bucks. Yeah, for 399 yeah. So that's not bad. I mean, considering, you know, the PlayStation and the Xbox are about $600 and, a, you know, a starter PC is probably like 800 bucks. So I think there was a lot of questions on how on earth could they get to 4K with a $400 budget. Well, this explains it. They're not getting to 4K. They're just upscaling to 4K. In the end, I've seen 4K DLSS, and I'm sure you've probably played a little bit on the PS5. It's good. Like, I don't honestly think you would notice the difference. See, it's hard for me to say because literally the only 4K capable devices that are in my house I'm looking at. Oh, so, right. Yeah, that's right. Your TV is, is 1080p. Yeah, yeah, my TV is 1080p. So, I mean, I've, I've, I've debated about hooking the PS5 up to the monitors directly to be like, because these monitors are nice monitors. They have speakers in them. You know, right. like I could plug into the PS5 directly and get 4K video output out of it. Mm-hmm. And I've, I've thought about it, but, uh, you know, that's a, as of right now, it's currently a quite the hassle for me to, to do that. Sure, to, of course. Move it. Yeah, so it's hard. It's hard to say. Like, it's kind of funny because I'm like, who cares? Who cares? Right. And then I actually started using these monitors and getting 4K video, and I'm like, oh, that's pretty nice. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is a big difference. It's not like. It's not VHS to DVD where it was like, you know, the hallelujah chorus plays in the background, but it's a substantial change. Like would you say I, it's uh, more DVD to Blu-ray? I would say it's DVD to Blu-ray. Yeah. Yeah. 
that that's that to me that's the difference is you know yeah if you're watching it on a 1080p screen obviously you're not going to notice any difference because you're maxing out the res anyway but but i would say yeah definitely just that extra little bit of sharpness and crispness you you definitely notice for sure i mean i when i bought my computer or built it uh, two years ago i got a 1440p monitor you know which is kind of in the middle and it's a substantial difference over 1080p too you know it's subtle but it's enough that you you feel the quality difference Definitely, mm-hmm. definitely. Like I've I've watched, I I, I haven't been able to play because anything in 4K. Because again, yeah, your life is your life is in turmoil right now. Yeah. Well, there's that, but my graphics card is is on my PC is nice, but it ain't that nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I mean, I I I did put I did put Jurassic Park on 4K, and it was like chuk 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 chuk, and I'm like, nope, <laughs> let's do that right back. <laughs> so, so yeah, so but but I mean, like I said, like. I watch. I've watched. I go on like PlayStation's YouTube channel and I watch videos in 4K of like PS5 games. Yeah, there you go. And that's probably what it would be like. <laughs> so, <laughs> just hold the controller in front of you. So I'm playing. I'm playing. It's great. Yeah, but I mean, like, it, it makes sense if that's a more cost-effective solution for them because obviously mm-hmm. they got to keep it. They can't keep make it too substantial because it's, it still needs to be portable. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And then also, it's it's kind of the funny thing about Nintendo is Nintendo's never cared about hardware specs, and it's it's interesting to see games that have been on other systems show up on the Switch. A lot of people are like, "Man, look at all the games the Switch has!" But most of those games like are like five years old, you know, like yeah. a lot of their big games. And and some of the newer games that they get, if they are a game, that, a perfect example is Crash Bandicoot. Have you seen Crash Bandicoot Four? on the switch i have not no oh it's night and day with the other consoles and it's night and day because the lighting effects are way worse that's right why it's yeah night and day. so it's it's interesting like it's almost like the the novelty is like look at this is running on a switch but the fact that it's running so poorly on a switch is like should I have even bothered you know with this you know <laughs> like a lot of the bigger triple a big budget games like obviously every nintendo game on the switch looks beautiful runs beautiful plays beautiful they made the hardware they know its strengths they know its weaknesses everybody else is just kind of like swinging around in the dark except there's a porthouse i can't remember the name of the porthouse but they're who they're who did doom eternal right for, for the switch and apparently the doom eternal on the switch is like the most impressive port of any next gen game on on switch so mm-hmm. well sorry previous gen game on switch so. Yeah, and I was going to say that probably speaks more to the engine running Doom Eternal than the Switch itself, because Doom Eternal will run on your Samsung smart fridge if you give it the opportunity, right? Maybe I should get a new Samsung. You smart should fridge. That new house, new fridge. Great choice, Mike. <laughs> well, it does come with a fridge, but I will. It's funny actually. You do mention this. Is we will I need to invest in a new TV for the the house, and it's funny because I'm looking at TVs and I'm like. The TV that doesn't have any of the games on it is going to be the best TV in the house. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, Mike. That TV you have now, that goes mm-hmm. upstairs. But the problem is, is the way that that room is shaped, that TV is too big for that room. Oh, no. Well, Mike, yeah. we'll talk about it offline. But I, I've done a lot of research on TVs. I will help you out here. You can buy two. You buy two TVs. I feel. I feel. I feel like I already know what TV I'm going to get. But again, I've made the promise that this TV ain't going anywhere until it breaks. 
Right. Well, it would be a shame, Mike, if when you were packing it, it just <laughs> fell, fell over. over. Uh-huh. <laughs> the cat. Uh-huh. I, I feel like it was the cat who probably did it. But yeah, or there were William, one or the other. Yeah, yeah. I'll give blame him William. I mean, uh, William did it. You explain to William. Listen, Daddy's going to yell at you, but it's just pretend, and then I'm going to give you a donut later. It's for fun. <laughs> it's for fun. <laughs> okay. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Well, so anyway, either way, it's good. If you're a big Switch fan, Nintendo fan. It's great 4K opportunity, and I believe the actual handheld device they're going to up it to 1080p too, which That's is not fantastic. what I heard. I heard oh. that they're keeping it at 720. Because oh, well, at, maybe they are the, then. At the size, like there's, they're making it an OLED screen, which is nice. OLED mm-hmm. is much nicer. I mean, PlayStation Vita is an OLED screen, and that is probably one of my favorite screens. OLEDs are the, amazing. The they are amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's going to be 720p because apparently, at that size. The difference between 720 and 1080 is negligible. How big is the screen on that thing? It's like three and a half inches or something like that. I oh, is that remember. all it is? For some no, reason, I thought it was like it's... cell phone size. Oh, sorry. Three and a half inches is, I think, along the side. Is Yeah. No, you're you're right. It's closer to a cell phone because it, it is bigger than the Vita's screen. And I mean, you know, here's the Vita right here. Right, yeah. Compared to a cell phone. A cell phone. You know, so... I was gonna say I, I would I would disagree with that statement that you wouldn't notice the difference on that size. But oh, I would I would notice. Yeah. I would notice. But yeah. that's what they're saying. That's the party the line reason right why. Now. Yes. Yeah. Well, I'm not going to get into a Mike Ladman style rant about resolution. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> we have another topic to talk about, Mike. This is actually I don't know if it's big news necessarily for console gamers, but in the PC world, it's massive news. And that is that Microsoft is in talks to buy Discord, the communication service, uh, for $10 billion. Now, this is just in talks. It's not like the sale is almost done or anything like that. There's still a chance that Discord goes to uh, an IPO and, you know, goes public and everything like that. But is is Discord big in your guys' world? Not really. It depends on who you ask. Yeah. I mean, like, I feel like for multiplayer gamers, Discord is huge. Absolutely. But as I am not a multiplayer gamer, my Discord consists of you, my wife, and two people that I've had as guests on podcasts. (laughs) Perfect. Okay. So for those who don't know, Discord is a free service. There's no ads, no nothing. They pay for themselves using various little like in in-app things you can buy, but you don't need to buy them. It's a chat, audio, video, and community building platform. So, you know, Mike, we have the Keyboard Boys that has, I think, 10 members in it. Maybe we should make a part-time nerds one at some point in time. But, I mean, there's communities out there with 150,000 members, and they're chatting away, and it's, it's it's a big deal. It's a really big deal. I won't get into the crazy details with it. Just to give you an idea of how many people use it. So Discord has a average of 140 million monthly active users. To put that in comparison, the PlayStation Network boasts 114 million. Xbox Live is 100 million and Steam is 120 million. So it's bigger than the three biggest gaming platforms in the world. Mm. So like there's there's a lot of people there. There is concern, obviously, that, you know, the tech world keeps getting smaller because the four big boys keep gobbling up all the smaller guys. But honestly, I sort of see Microsoft integrating it into like their Xbox communication platform and Game Pass and everything like that. Like maybe getting rid of their internal communication system and replacing it with Discord. I could see something like that going on. It seems it seems dumb because they have so many 
existing ones. I mean, they have Skype, and now they have Teams. And Teams is isn't Teams essentially just a reskin of Skype? <laughs> no, God, no. Okay, I heard somebody yeah. said that to me once, and I was like, that doesn't seem right. No, I, it's, I don't it, that's use not Teams, right, yeah. so I, I don't know. Yeah, Teams. I think for Teams is is destined for business. Like I could never see us firing up a team <laughs> channel together, Mike. Right, right. But but for business, that's their their product. But I can see as like a gaming community, and honestly, like I think we talked about it a while back. I think Microsoft is the good guy now as far as the technology platform goes. They purchased GitHub a couple of years back. Now, are you familiar with GitHub? It's basically I do like know a, GitHub. Yeah, yeah, it's like a programmer's paradise. Essentially, you can host all your programming and shit up there. And they really didn't do anything to it. Like they kind of polished it up, but it's fundamentally unchanged. And I could see them doing the same thing with Discord. Like, why rock the boat too hard when you've just potentially purchased this? this huge platform, right? Ultimately, though, I think they're going to use it to sort of position themselves as a gaming powerhouse, right? Between all these developers that they're buying and then they buy like the gaming communication service, like they really are setting themselves up to be the the guy going forward. And, and really, that's like the step that nobody else has really taken. Like the, the Nintendo chatting service is terrible. Like yeah. it's... There's a reason that console gamers use Discord as well, and it's because of things like that. I mean, the PlayStation 1 works, but it's not something like, you know, if I got to tell my buddy something, I'm not going to tell him on there, you know? like Yeah, it's, it's, not, it's not ideal, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I've literally seen my friend online and texted him instead because mm-hmm. it was easier, you know? So, I feel like integrating something like Discord, which is, you know... Um, it's it's the, the the thing that everybody sh- should have done years ago. I mean, some people need to pivot, you know. And, and a, a great example that I, I heard of somebody pulling off the pivot like this was the PlayStation Four when it first launched. It had streaming available, like you could stream from it, but it was UStream, not Twitch. Right. And obviously, is UStream even available anymore? Like, I haven't heard anything about UStream in years. I, I, not that I know of. <laughs> I mean, if it is, nobody cares, right? Because Twitch yeah. exists. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, they pivoted. Twitch became the market leader. You you, you pivot to Twitch, and, and Twitch is now integrated in PS4 and PS5. Your messaging app does well, but people have been asking about, like, well, I have communities on Discord. Integrate your Discord into your, like... There, there are people who I, I've heard on other podcasts, they use Discord to, to play certain games like Call of Duty. If mm-hmm. you're playing Call of Duty on PS4 or Xbox, when you're, in a pa- when you're in a party and you go to a loading screen, all audio is cut. Okay. Like on, on what end? Sorry. Like, like if, if you are, like, your chat cuts. So, you know, nobody's nobody's there anymore. You can't talk to your friends anymore while you're loaded. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, the I party see chat, the yeah. party audio is gone. Yeah. From from what during a loading screen, which is dumb. So, like people use Discord so that they can continue talking on loading screens and things like mm-hmm. that. Like they can still be in the party together, but it's a much better way for them. So, why not incorporate that kind of I mean, it must I mean, I just say it as like, why not incorporate it? I'm sure it's a lot more difficult than that. 
Probably, but but I, I like where your head's at with this, right? Like it's fantastic if you're you know you're on the go and you can sort of text message the group, and and by the group I mean it could be the huge community at large or just a small group or an individual person, and then when you get home that night you can fire it up on your computer and you can continue chatting and stuff that way. Hey, Mike, you want to go game? Let's hop into one of the audio channels and we'll do that. Or if you want to just sort of shoot the shit rather than the Zoom meetings that are inexplicably so popular. You can hop on Discord and do the video conference style that way, right? Like, mm-hmm. it just, it really does provide everything. And, and I know a lot of people now, and by people I mean organizations, are using it for almost like tech support and building communities around their smaller indie games, right? Is, you know, you can contact us on Twitter, Facebook, or go to our Discord channel and have a discussion with one of our tech people or one of our, our you know, public, I'm thinking of the wrong word like public community managers, right? And you can have, you know, a thing around that. I, I think it's it's fantastic. And if you could embed that into Xbox or into PlayStation, I think you're just taking it one step further, right? Mm-hmm. You know, or even the idea that, like, this is one thing that Teams does well is you can be on your computer and then if you need to leave, you just pop onto the, the team chat on your phone and you leave. So imagine you're playing a game with your buddies and you need to get off, but you still want to keep talking to them for five more minutes. Just switch it over your phone and keep talking, right? Yeah. Like something like that would be amazing. Yeah, for sure. Well, you sold me on Discord, Chris. Good. Put put together a Discord chat for our podcast and we can <laughs> chat to each other. And maybe yeah, that's right. I'd like maybe one other person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But anyway, yeah, that's all I got about that one. But uh, it's a huge deal, like genuinely huge deal. So we'll see if it goes through or if they just, if they go public. What would you prefer? Go on a Mike style rant about Discord. I think I'd rather Microsoft buy them personally yeah. because I think if they go public, then they're on at pressure to make a profit and do all that kind of stuff. Whereas Microsoft has shown, not that it's a handout or anything like that, but they're willing to you know eat it on this end because it makes them twice as much money on that end, right? So I think I'd rather them purchase it, integrate it into their systems. And you know if they want to include their Microsoft accounts and all that crap, that's great. You know I don't care. That, that it works fine with me. But I, I think there's more value ultimately in the system if Microsoft purchases it. That's sort of where I'm sitting on it. This is not, it's not going to be a 30 minute discussion about this, but, but anyway, yeah, that's, that's where I think, I, I think there'd be much better with them. Yeah. There wasn't much of a rant. I mean, no, the well, I mean, what's is, it a rant about? Right. Yeah. I mean, the rant would have been as if it was like, they discord sold to, I don't know who's something that you don't like the Amazon soft store. We'll say, we'll say Amazon. Amazon. Yeah. All right, Amazon. So it sells to Amazon and Amazon incorporates it into the Amazon gaming. Because isn't there like an Amazon gaming launcher too? I don't think so. I I think maybe there is. there's an I'm Amazon sure there's everything a, now. I'm pretty right? sure there's like an Amazon game store as well. Yeah. So yeah, they incorporate it into that and you can only use it in that on those games. No, that'd be brutal. Yeah, that'd be brutal. So this is a terrible rant. Chris. It is a terrible rant, Mike. <laughs> You're not a good rant. I, I hadn't been worked up enough about this. I just think it's a good thing, right? So, so Okay, so what you need to do is you need to come up with something that you will rant about mm-hmm. and post it on our part-time Nerds Full-Time Dad Discord. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll have it out with you all day. Yeah. 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 Well, that's Mike. I'll, I'll find something in the future, Mike, to get really upset about and I'll just go to town. Yeah, you have my permission. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Not that you required my permission. No, but you no. Have my permission. Full support. Yeah, you have. Or yeah, I have That's your full fair. support. Yeah. That's fair. Well, I mean, those were the big stories that we had to talk about. Do you want me to go back and rant about things again? <laughs> nah, you know what? No, no. I think we're good. I think we're good. Okay. Well, I think on that note, that will do it for this week's episode of Part Time Nerds, Full Time Dads. You can follow along with our adventures in parenting at parttimenerdsfulltimedads.com, as well as on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Castbox, and all your favorite podcast listening services. If you want to get a hold of us and let us know any helpful tips, or even tell us what we said was dead wrong, you can join us on our Discord that Chris has set up. And what's it called? No? Okay. At part-time nerds full <laughs> or reach us on our Twitter or Facebook accounts at PTNerdsFTDads. We'll be back next week with more Nerdy Dad advice from people who are most certainly not qualified to give any whatsoever. Until next time, I am Mike. And I'm Chris. And we'll talk to you again soon. <laughs>